All right, let's do this one more time. My name is Eli Brown, and I've been the one and only host of Kings of Media. But I haven't been doing it alone. I've been doing it with the help of my friends, such as Wesley, Gavin, and Logan. And in today's episode, we're going to do a deep dive of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So stick around for some dope stuff. And hey, who knows? Maybe one day, you too can be in charge of your own podcast. everyone welcome to i don't even know what we're calling this one yet but welcome to kings of media um we are doing a movie review today and we have some friends with us um so we'll kind of start down this up, side guys? of the line um and introduce okay i'm logan um eli i know eli and wes we went to school together so known them for a long time and i just met gavin today but happy to be here I'm Gavin. Um, I haven't known them for a super long time, but the time that I've known them, it's been a blast. So, yeah. I think there's going to be a wedding between these two sometime soon. Not gay, but only for Gavin. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing for Wes. I'm Wesley Gregg, and you'll you'll see us over on the other side playing Dungeons & Dragons, perhaps. Me and Gavin and Eli. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And I'm Eli. Uh, I've been here forever, and I never leave here. I'm stuck here forever. Um, so, so yeah, we're gonna, we have some uh, some new faces here. Um, but today we're doing a review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse um, that we've all seen. It's been out for about three weeks now at the time of recording, at least. Um, so that's why we have all the, the stuff around the table. Um, so I'll kind of get into some details of the movie before we go into our review. Also, this review will have spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, don't watch this. Save it and come back and watch it later. Go watch it and then, and then listen to this. Exactly. All right. But so this one is the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was an Oscar-winning movie. So that's pretty cool. Um, in this film, Miles goes on an adventure with Gwen Stacy, Spider-Woman, across the multiverse where he meets a team of spider people known as Spider Society, led by Miguel O'Hara, or Spider-Man 2099, but comes into conflict with them over handling a new threat. Um, and this has a stacked cast with uh, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy, who she's also Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, in the Hawkeye series. Dude, no, I'm, no. I'm gonna be honest, I've not seen any of the Hawkeye stuff. <laughs> I've not seen any of the Hawkeye stuff either. Neither have I. Have you, Eli? I haven't seen Hawkeye either. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that's like so. makes me like, hey, that looks Hey, keep cool going to the album show. Yeah, she's also in Bumblebee, I think. Or there might be a different person. But she's in this one. Um, Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker and Jason Schwartzman as um, The Spot with Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara. Um, so it's a pretty stacked cast of people. We also have uh, Joaquin Dos Santos, Ken Powers, and Justin K. Thompson as the directors for this movie. And we have Phil Lord and Christopher Miller returning to write the script for this, with David Callahan um, joining the cast to write this. <sighs> this movie has a runtime of an, uh, 140 minutes or 2 hours and 20 minutes. It was long. It was long. It was a long, was a long movie, movie, but it was good. I, like, I enjoyed every second. So. It's a lot longer than the first one. The first one was, I think, an hour and 15 minutes. 
I have it in front. So let me. The second one was also a very different movie, though. Very different. I looked mm-hmm. up Haley. She is in Hawkeye. I knew it. People also ask how to get in touch with Haley Steinfeld, and I checked that out. <laughs> <laughs> and her personal phone number is not on here, unfortunately. Dang, Dang it. It's such a bummer. It's a bummer. Um, also, production studios for this one is a lot. So we have Columbia Pictures, which is the main one, well, one of the main ones, with Sony Pictures Animation, Marvel Entertainment, Arad uh, Productions, Lord Miller Productions, and Pascal Pictures. Um, and then we have music done by Daniel uh, Pemberton, who did the first one. And Metro Boomin also did the sound score or soundtrack for this movie, um, which had a budget of $100 million. And so far at the time of recording has made uh, $503.2 million at the box office. Wait, what was the budget for the entire movie? $100 million. Okay. Made five times that amount. They made that movie with $100 million? Yeah. That's crazy. I have no idea how much it costs to make movies. So <laughs> I mean, you gotta pay animators. You gotta, you gotta pay the pay animators, the directors, oh, wow. the actors. actors I think. So that's a lot of money put into it, and they made it back really quickly. Yes, it did. Um, Gosh, dang. So that's all the facts about the movie for right now. Um, and then we have some some fun facts that I have here. Uh, which one do we start with? Oh, yeah. In December, Lord and Miller revealed that the film was being split into two parts, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, which they had written, like, together. Um, and then as they were writing it, they knew that it wasn't going to be able to be told in one story, so they split it into two, which has been delayed right now, which I'm sad about. We learned that today, so it was... Yeah. Probably because they only had $100 million. That's all they were paying this guy. <laughs> poor animators. Those poor animators. Goodness. I'm not an animator myself, but I have, I have some words about it. animators, but I'll talk to you. I'm salty. Once he gets into that, I'm going to be real salty. No, no, it's different. Oh. It's a different thing. Okay. They also hired a 14-year-old to help animate the Lego portion of the movie. That's awesome. Yeah, so the Lego portion with uh, Peter Parker, like they saw a job. kid who animated the whole trailer using only Legos, That's and awesome. they hired him to do that whole Lego portion. So it wasn't even part of the original script, but they threw it in because they liked the, anim- the the kid so much. Good job, kid. Doing better I than I am. I absolutely love that part, by the way. It was really good. It was, awesome. it was actually done really well. Yeah. Uh, they also wanted to make sure that there's different feels for all the universes that we went to. So they created a simulator to generate the style and used a visual palette to reflect Gwen's emotions like a three-dimensional mood ring. Um, so they had to make a whole new thing to try to get the feel of Gwen's emotions throughout the entire movie when they're in her universe. Which is crazy. That makes, that makes sense. Yep. There was also something they said about Hobie's universe in here. Yeah, I thought all the animation was incredible. Oh, It's different than kind of any other movie. Yeah. There. Spider-Man is the two into the Spider-Verse and now this one as well. Totally crazy. It's crazy. And then the last fun fact that we'll do before getting to actual review. Shut up. Sorry. I know exactly what you're thinking. This man makes fun of me for the way I conduct things. Keep going. Anyways, on to Spider-Punk. His animation alone took two to three years to finish and is inspired by collage imagery of the 1970s punk rock album covers, posters, and zines emulating the look of 
Xerox prints colored papers in imagery appropriated from magazines and has general grade out quality due to copy machines not having toner in them. So it took them a long time to do Hobie. Took them for, not forever, but they had to make a new thing for Gwen's universe. They also searched into a 2,000-year-old fighting style to get down um, Spider-Man India. Mm. So all this stuff, they put hard work into it. And you can tell by the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. So let's get our thoughts on it. Logan, you want to start us with your thoughts of the sure. movie? I went and saw it with Eli and, and Lucas is not here, unfortunately. Feel better, Lucas. Rest We're praying peace. for you. <laughs> he's not but, dead, right? No, he's not dead. He's okay. just sick. But we went and saw... I mean, the first... I just... The first scene... Okay, we'll talk about this first. I thought it was weird. And I saw a little, like, clip about it. Was the sound? Like, I couldn't hear Gwen talking. Like, yeah. when we were in the theater at the beginning. I thought the scene was cool. I was like, is it, are my ears messed up right now? Like, I just can't hear. But um, I think overall, just the movie that... The plot's incredible. The characters are incredible. Like I said, the animation is awesome. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about the storyline compared to the first one? Did you think things were moving fast enough? I mean, I just the movie was long, but it didn't feel long when I was watching it. You know, when it got to the end to be continued, I was like, oh, we could sit here and do another couple hours because everything was moving pretty fast. What do you guys think? Um, it's it almost feels like a completely different. Was it a completely different producer of the from the first to the next? It nope. almost felt like a whole different like person was making the film because of that speed and then how the like characters interacted with each other. They felt more like established or like more comfortable together in a more natural kind of way than like it feeling like kind of more movie like I don't know how to explain the very popular, but it felt more natural and with that pace it didn't feel too fast either even though it was mm-hmm. i really loved the pacing of the movie like i went to go see it um with my girlfriend on my birthday which was pretty cool nice. but it was it just like i sat there and like every second of the movie i was just like absorbing because it was like it was just so good it just held my attention the entire time and like what was saying it just it felt like such a different movie like this movie when I was watching it, it just like it just captivated me. Like the first one was good, but it was also a movie that I could like put on in the background and just kind of like do stuff. But this movie, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd have to like sit there and I'd have to. I'd have to watch it. There's no way that I could put it on in the background. I was literally like right before I watched this movie, I was thinking about like other stereotypical movies, like especially with hero movies. They're all kind of like merging and becoming the same, or the story yeah. pretty much copycatted yeah. every. Mm-hmm for everyone and this one felt like more like because of the comic book theme and style they were going for you definitely felt it definitely felt like an entirely different movie because of how they approached it Mm -hmm. and it was a lot more satisfying to watch it than just to watch another superhero movie kind of thing oh yeah i got to watch it twice one with logan i was pointing at you for a second it's like with you no with logan the first time um and then the second time i watched it with wesley because i was like you have to see this movie you can't wait any longer you need to see it now um and it was yeah it was busy it was a five dollar tuesday and the theater was still packed it was it was nice i loved it so good it was awesome um but yeah i i love the movie that issue with the sound though was a thing um, I have a thought on that. 
they I saw the directors they announced like the theaters need to be putting it at a certain um, sound mark. Um, and so after the first week, they said theater should be putting at this point. And then the second time we watched it, I could actually hear what Gwen was saying throughout it. I'm like, okay, okay. so they fixed the issue now. I didn't have any problems with it. I was kind of confused. <laughs> I will, I will, I'm kind of wondering now, because based just like especially with Gwen and her color filters that express her feelings, I was wondering if that's like similar with the sound of like her father not kind of listening to her at the same time or oh, something along the lines like that, more in an artistic way instead of just like, Maybe a hardware failure or adjusting kind of thing. I wonder if it's maybe something like that. Looking back at it, yeah. do you guys have a favorite scene? Oh boy! I mean, everyone, everyone listening, hopefully watched it. Okay. If you haven't, go watch not, it. Not, just listen to spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking all right. Um, I personally, I loved the chase scene. Yeah. When they were like in like the Spider Verse or whatever, uh, I loved that because it switched from so many di- like different atmospheres and feels and just like and characters and characters. Like, that, that it was just was oh, it was pretty good. It was amazing. There was definitely some funny parts in there. Like the yeah, whole, like <laughs> yeah, they, they hit <laughs> Spider Man. They were like, wait, what Spider Man? <laughs> that part was hilarious. I like that Peter Parker and his kid too. <laughs> Hold my baby. That was good. Hold my baby. You'll love better if you just hold my baby. <laughs> I feel like that might be one of my favorite scenes of just like Peter and Miles talking and just like hold my baby. It was the spider chase, but then I also really enjoyed when the the squad, um, Gwen and Hobie and everyone, were trying to like save everybody in the city. I thought that was really cool. I thought the India Spider Man stuff was was super cool. I thought it was, it was awesome. such a cool idea. Yeah. I'd be down for like a Spider-Man India spin-off movie. Let's do it. For sure. Get it done. I'll play him. It's a canon event, though. No. No. We're not pulling a Disney buddy, okay? He didn't have his canon event, though, so... Oh, how's, yeah. how's the movie going to happen? Oh, he's probably dead. <laughs> that, that's definitely going to... Well, it probably isn't going to change his world if we, as we saw in Gwen's world. Like, the can- her canon event of her father didn't happen as well. Is that even true or is just Miguel lying? That's my thought. I think Miguel's lying. He's yeah. just putting it on everybody else. Because he's, like, the only one that has any evidence. Experience with it. And he has no record. I don't think he had any recording of it. He just told everyone that everything. Well, there was, like, a small snippet of, because he pointed at um, Peter B. Parker. who's like, you were there. And he's like, yeah, we tried to save people. So there was at least other Spider-Men there when it happened. But... Still, it's like the universe was falling apart. But when you look at his universe falling apart, it's like when they're glitching versus um, India Spider-Man's universe where there's just a giant black hole. Like mm-hmm. very different. But that was looks. caused by a spot. Yeah. That was, that's completely different. We didn't yeah, see exactly. any glitching. Oh, wait, we did we? There's a little bit. Glitch. Well, but then afterwards, it was I, just... I think it was spots portals that glitched out. And it wasn't actually the universe itself. It was just Spot's portal that glitched exactly. one, spot that's one time. Problems. Miguel's in the wrong. I will die on that hill. I will also die on that hill. Like, 100%. Miguel will probably be the one to kill me, but that's okay. <laughs> he's jacked. Man is jacked. He's but huge. Vicious. The claws like, and the... cartoon the, character. But yeah, he's pretty jacked. <laughs> Wait, say that one more time? He's a cartoon character. Oh. I thought you said me as a cartoon character. I'm like, oh, no. Sorry? No. <laughs> my last don't stick out this far from my body. <laughs> that man was wild. 
<laughs> he was white and he was vicious. Just him chasing Miles the entire time. I wanted to see him bite someone's throat out. I don't care what it was. Because I saw that reference in the beginning. I was just like, dang, He's gonna do dude, it. that's terrifying. And then think of him like that. And then like the rest of the film, he wasn't as intense. Well, he was, but not He intense. was intense, but not that intense. Not um, rip someone's throat out intense. Exactly. It's freaking awesome. It was pretty cool. Because with Miguel, he's like he says in the movie, he's not like other Spider Man. He doesn't have the adhesive, so he has the claws to go through stuff. And he doesn't have a spidey sense. His eyes just register things a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So when like Gwen makes that joke about him, it's like, oh, good luck. And he gets knocked out from behind because he doesn't have a spidey sense. So his powers are very different than other Spider Men's. And so it's like, oh, well, that's why he's huge because he has to. So why is he considered Spider Man? He made himself. Spider-Man that could be a thing that maybe possibly comes up in the next movie. He's not actually a Spider-Man. <laughs> that could be a big yeah old because thing. his webs are just laser. They're not, they're not normal webs. Can he stick to no? He's, no, he, he uses claw. Things. Yeah, he clawed everything. Once wow. a once a suit like disengaged, like he was completely useless. If we remember when he just started falling after Miles shot him. Wow, this could be a thing that comes up. Anyway, weird little sidetrack. Anyways, yeah, it was just Miguel. <clears throat> we'll get into the theory section, but yes, um, one of my favorite scenes is a multiple, but it's more like uh, when there's like I guess more the emotional side of things. So like right after that whole chase scene, Miles is like, "I'm just gonna do my own thing." I was like, that "My hard. boy, yeah. my boy." Something like that. That's also like the Gwen and Miles scene. Yeah, I was, was thinking about cool. that when you said emotional. That was like hanging up. That was down. definitely like some tension there. You could feel it. Oh, that part. But when then it, you felt it loosen, too. Yeah. At the very end. When, she, when he when rips it, mm, like, my boy, you don't need her. But also, you should get her. <laughs> or, like, uh, like right when they're in the Spider-Verse and Miles is finally re learning the truth and everyone's like, why didn't you tell me kind of thing, that sense of betrayal and things like that. I love those 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 moments. Those emotions. Character moments. growth. Yeah. Trauma. 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 Hang in there. It's a baby poster. Cat poster? I was thinking of baby poster. Oh, yeah. Gosh, dang it. Dude, I want to get into theories. Do you want to get into theories? Go for it. Go into it, yeah. Okay. Because you've, you've, been, you've been hyping yours up for like this last... Okay, I'll, save, I'll save that theory for a little bit. No! I have another theory. I have another theory. I saw this one the other day. I'd give credit if I remember. But you know you just like scroll endlessly on, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. But um, well, one of my favorite scenes was when we get to see Earth 42 Miles as mm. Prowler. Mm. Pretty sweet. The theory I saw is, is Earth 42 Miles actually a villain? Or is he an anti-hero? Or is he a hero? Because we don't know if he's a bad guy. Yeah. Thoughts on that? I was thinking, I was getting that vibe too. Because like if we saw the whole scene of the city beforehand where it's just all like in anarchy. Yeah. And so, and it's like the universe without Spider-Man. Which they said that was the universe without Spider-Man. But we don't really know if Spider-Man is there or not actually. We don't have any real evidence. And you just like, they're not like, they're not beating up. Uh, miles from 1610 I think but that like torture room feel like definitely gives you the sense that he is the bad guy but like there isn't any evidence that he is yeah 
I saw, it's funny, because I saw a video yesterday talking about that, and it was one of the directors or someone, and they were saying, let's not call that Miles evil Miles, because we haven't seen anything that's, like, about him that's evil, but it's the same Miles just growing up in different circumstances with different influences. Exactly. Right, because Miles, he lost his dad earlier on, so he's grown up by Uncle Aaron and his mom, and in a world where there's no Spider-Man and there's, like, villains everywhere, so he's going to be a lot rougher versus our Miles, who's had his dad, his mom, yeah. and, like, Uncle Aaron to kind of shape him and stuff, but also all the Spider-People. So I don't think that Miles is evil, but maybe rougher around the edges. Yeah. And he might be willing to do more things like, well, we don't need them alive. I was, I was getting the vibe that the Prowler killed his dad, like, for some reason. Well, what if he killed his own dad? And he Wait, is, like Miles killed yeah, his own dad? What? Miles, like he is bad and he had to do like kill his dad for some reason. I was uh, like, that that's a hot take. would be crazy. And then he still lives with his family. Like, that's evil, bro. Not gonna lie. <laughs> that would be crazy. Well, but because wasn't Miles' dad like in the first movie, like trying to catch Spider-Man? Kind of. He yeah, didn't like Spider-Man, but then he was like they came together at the end. Yeah, they came together at the end. Um, it was the same thing as um with Gwen, where uh, Miles' dad saw just Miles over um, Uncle Aaron. So he's like, oh, uh, you killed him. But it's like, no. Now they're working out somehow. I don't know. I don't know as many superheroes and stuff as you guys, but I was trying to think, like, who's an anti-hero? Is Batman considered an anti-hero? No. He's just a no, hero. Vigilante. He's a vigilante. But he's not an anti-hero. This is like a definition of anti-hero. Deadpool. Deadpool is okay. the sole definition of anti-hero. Okay. He like does he does really bad things. Oh uh, yeah. But he also does good things. He just does whatever he wants. That's kind of the definition of an anti-hero. Does whatever he wants. Doesn't really care about it. It's like, well, I stopped the bad guys. I, you didn't ask me how. Or I got my revenge. Didn't ask me how. Basically, they're not a hero, but they're going to fight the villain because of their own reasons reasons and benefits. That'd be a cool Prowler, Spider-Man, or Miguel team up mm-hmm. in the next movie. So. Again, Miguel. Miguel's an anti-hero. What if he's actually uh, a good no. guy? I think Miguel's a villain. What if? <laughs> I think <laughs> Miguel is a villain. <laughs> what if everything you were saying is true, bro? I... So genuinely, I think he goes a villain. He was set up to be kind of a hero, kind of a savior, kind of this person that's trying to help everybody. But from what we saw of Miguel, he cannot be the hero. Well, he, yeah, it's not there. Like an anti-hero. But not even he, that. Not even that, no. man. Like, he, he... he's doing terrible <laughs> things for something that really isn't that important. And he's blaming it all on Miles, which is, like, the worst part, I think. Because, like, his whole story right there is, oh, I know that universe has collapsed because there was a universe where I was dead, so I just decided to take over and live in that universe. Like, I'm sorry, you did what? You're Mm -hmm. saying that Miles is an anomaly when you lived in Dead You's universe? Make it make sense. Yeah, exactly. But not only that, like... Peter Parker from Miles' universe was going to die. Like, that was going to happen, whether Miles was there or not. 
Like he was going to die. He was going to die. Miles didn't interfere in any in any way with that. And then that universe would have been without a Spider-Man. Miles had become a Spider-Man. And so it's just kind of like, what? Like, and of course, Miguel was like, no, it's all your fault. Like if Spider-Man wasn't defending you, which he wasn't, he wouldn't have died. And I was like, this is stupid. And I was like, Miguel, you're dumb. You were dumb. You just hold a grudge against everyone that, for no reason. Anyway, I don't like Miguel. I think that's the point we're trying to get to. <laughs> Gavin hates Miguel. I agree with Gavin. Miles, but I hate Miguel. <laughs> There's a whole thing that I saw on that note of what, yeah, we're talking about that part. Yeah, of yeah. where people are saying that Miguel is racist towards Miles Morales. <laughs> He's like, all of his actions, it points towards racism. It's like, no, it's just because Miguel doesn't believe Miles isn't actually a Spider-Man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Racism. Like, yeah. Racism, which was the same thing when Miles was being created as a character that people didn't believe him to be in a Spider-Man or all this stuff. And so the director said that this is their take on it of the spider society saying, oh, you're not a Spider-Man. You didn't go by these means of your uncle dying. Oh, no, his uncle did die. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Spider-Man. And we don't know if his dad's dead. We also didn't see any, like, did we see any history flashbacks of Miguel's story besides just his no. dying? We didn't nope. see anything. He, he, didn't, start. he didn't talk about anything that wasn't pertaining to the Spider-Verse when it came to him. Yep. So he yeah, didn't yeah. talk about any of his canon events. He didn't talk about his spider that he got bit by. He didn't talk about any of that. So I, I'm thinking along the lines of those synthetic powers is like he, he is super so. jealous of Miles. Because he broke away from the canon and got and nothing bad happened or something like that, and so this whole idea of like you broke the canon, you can't be the Spider Man is just like a giant revenge story of jealousy. And like, Very well, could be that. I hate you because you got what I didn't. Yeah. I want to know how he started traveling the Spider Verse in the first place. That, anyway, that's sorry. crazy. Uh, I was just gonna say maybe there's something else in the story that universe wasn't necessarily like. Mm. A canon event not happening. Maybe he killed himself in that universe. Oh, that's what I've heard people saying. That what if Miguel killed that universe's version so he could have that happy life? And the universe was like, mm, "Not fam, you can't have that." Mm-hmm. Purgatory, bro. That sucks. Crazy. That's Crazy. pretty wild. What if it's not the canon events not happening that make like? What if it's not the canon events themselves? That make the universe fall apart, but it's the other Spider-Man being there. Like I, that's a yeah, weird that's, that's, theory. That's but like, was kind of being. I th- I think that could be it, because as you see them in the other universe, they glitch out real bad. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Nothing around them glitches out. If they interact with it, nothing glitches out because they're running all over the place. It's so, them, because Miles hasn't had any problems in his universe. But technically, everything with him is not canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically, if Miguel is correct, Spider-Man dying in Miles's universe should have destroyed it. Should have destroyed it. It wasn't a canon event. Or, or that spider going in there. It, or the spider even being. Which there. is also weird because the spider didn't glitch that, out. It did. Oh, it did. Yeah, it they did showed it in the out. first movie that when the spider shows up, it starts glitching. It's like, oh, that's just a cool effect. Oh, whatever. yeah. That's but right. it just starts but glitching. Now we, we realize how important that detail is. Wait, didn't didn't they like keep that spider? After it died, it just stayed there. Yeah, they kept it. And like it, Miles goes back to see what it's and up it with. Did it. it disappear? 
No, it did. I'm. I will insert a clip of it in the video here, but I'm gonna find the clip to show him of the spider glitching here in a second. Well, like to a point where it completely disappears and it doesn't destroy and it destroys Miles' universe just because it's in his universe when it's not supposed to. Mm -hmm. So it. I personally think it's not the canon events. There is no such thing as a canon event. It's or, Miguel that just has this or, wild theory. It could be since the, the first universe, he created the whole universe switching device that it was like a prototype that just broke its universe because it was just mm -hmm. a prototype and something like let some error happen. It could just been the device itself that broke it. I wouldn't be surprised. Because as far as we know, his is the only universe. That universe was the only one that's been destroyed. Mm -hmm. So he says, like, "Oh, if we're lucky to save this one or other stuff." So it sounds like there's been others that were destroyed, but maybe we haven't mentioned seen them it. or showed evidence. But they also have device the devices to try to like save a universe. So it's like, what's going on, Cap? Why are other universes being destroyed here? Is that when all the thick Spider-Man come in to <laughs> India? One. You should put a clip of that in here. I don't want to do that. Put a clip of that because I was oh, wild. Like those freaking like, yeah, the big one. Like, I was when we had Wesley. like six huge Spider Man. Telling Wesley that when we were watching, he was like, "Dang, that's a thick Spider Man." I'm like, "Just wait till we get to Spider Society. You're gonna see more." And we saw more. The animators really said, "Let's show a variety of Spider Man here." It was awesome. Not gonna lie, I I enjoyed the different like collage of Spider Man. That was awesome. Oh, also, I enjoyed seeing like Gwen's like in her Spider Verse. Pretty much, it was really fun to see her be like a real spider, per like woman, Person. I guess, and like be like fully capable and everything like a Spider Man should, which was really cool. And I enjoyed that part. I also something I noticed that she wears ballet shoes. Yes. In her Spider-Man costume. And not only that, all of her moves are super ballet-influenced. Like, ballet-influenced. Which is super interesting. I just thought it was cool that, like... Just that little touch of this is exactly. a different Spider-Man. Well, not only that, you get a little bit of, like, maybe some of her past in there. Like, how, what possibly heavily influenced it's, her, which is really cool. It's a fun, like, opposition of mm -hmm. what we saw in the film is her just, just going all out on the drums and at a rock kind of bang practice yeah which is it's character development she, in a fine. very she, subtle way she's like really she's cool. pretty she she could put up a good fight she's super hard like that but then like she's super elegant and i guess soft or something like mm -hmm. that with her ballet shoes for sure did you find the scene i couldn't find the scene there's only the scene of like <laughs> the spider biting him Eli. but like even with that scene you can see this the spider glitches. I remember it because I watched it last week. Um, <laughs> you found one big spider. <laughs> That's not what we're looking for. Eli, <laughs> you know, insert this clip into this Wait. part of the podcast. If you send it to me, I'll try my best. I just found it. This is a rodeo. I'm going to a rodeo tonight, and I hope that this guy is there. <laughs> I hope he's there. If not, I might have to dress up and... I'll lend you the costume. Time. Have you guys been to a rodeo before? Uh, I like rodeos. Yeah. I went to a, a car derby. Uh, Demolition derby. Demolition derby. Those are fun to watch. Those terrifying me. Especially when you're in those. Not fun for the driver. No. I, bit, I went to one and the driver 
got absolutely wrecked. Like they had to stop the whole demolition derby and everything because the driver got hit in the wrong way. This is completely off topic, but it's just he got hit in the wrong way and everyone was just concerned for their lives. Like, oh wow. Anyways, back to demolition derby. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds about right. So I found the clip. This is on topic. It's very on topic. I found the clip. The spider is like dangling down. Only he gets to see, and then the viewers will see it too. But the spider starts to like dangle down, and then it glitches, and it has like the the number on the bottom of it, forty two. Yeah. Which at first was just a reference, because um, forty two is very important in Miles' story in the comics, because mm-hmm. um, he gets drafted into the Visions Academy, that school, and his number that got drafted was forty two. Um, and you said all over the place because it's also a reference to Jackie Robinson. So they're tying Jackie Robinson into Miles because he's the first black Spider-Man. Uh, Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson was the first African-American baseball player. So the 42 nice. is intertwined with Miles in that way. And now they made it into the universe where we have Miles with dreads. Dreads and potential trauma. And daddy issues. <laughs> Facts, no. True. Miles. Now he has an uncle. It was really good. I oh my gosh, it was such a different movie than the first movie. Like the first movie was like a very light hearted, like fun movie with a couple of like yeah. dark scenes. This movie was a very hard dark and, and heart wrenching movie with just that. a couple of light scenes. <laughs> That's pretty much how I would describe it. It was the exact opposite of the first movie, but in my opinion it was better. It's kinda like a it was like a slide effect it was all good and as you kept going you just got worse and worse you had to equal it out it's like oh all right so you've had fun now for heart-wrenching and hard turn and i have to say miles miles morales is like voice actor who was it again uh shemik moore shemik moore did an amazing fantastic job like super good and so did schwartzman yeah jason schwartzman like I've always loved him in films, but like he nailed the spot. Like just absolutely insane, power hungry <laughs> villain. He nailed it. Just like at the start of just this like this clown really yeah. goofy. Very goofy. And then when he gets powered up, it's terrifying to see him because everything's just going off. And he's like, see you later, Spider-Man. I'm like, I don't want to see you later. I don't want to. Please see you later, Spider-Man. Yeah. You could be the spot. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like, who, who, who's the voice actor? Jason Schwartz. Um, I I don't know what else he's in, actually. Weirdly enough, do you know? I him in other stuff. I know I've heard his voice before, and I know that I enjoyed the movie that he was in, but I don't remember what movie it was. I'm really not going to remember that kind of stuff. It's like this is his first movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was like, uh, never mind. There's probably Sorry, some guys. guy that sounds like. It sounds exactly like. So I found where he's in. The Grand Budapest Hotel, Isle of Dogs, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, um, I love that movie. That he's in a lot of Wes Anderson films. Makes sense. A lot of... Yeah, that makes sense. The voice acting... Isle of Dogs and uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, like, same animation style, like, mm-hmm. great movies. I was thinking just, like, along the lines of voice acting overall, like, it played a big role... Well, of course it does. It's like half an hour. <coughs> but it was super, it was like organic as, it just felt normal coming out of the characters. It didn't feel like kind of that separated look at all. It's really nice. It was really good. For sure. Well performed. Before we get into the section where we talk about the music, I want to have Wesley 
voice his opinion. Oh, no. Yes. I'll do a different one. On the animation. Oh, I like it. He likes it. That's not what you were saying a week ago, dog. No, I like it. I just have bad history of watching that cheap anime. Ah, makes sense. So it makes me think of that. But I'm going to try my best to ta- put in like the clip of animation that he's referencing. Uh-huh. And I want you to go <laughs> off in the comments, please. It's not even like a part in the movie. It's, it's, so, so it's just the movie so, itself. So there's cheap anime studios. Well, they're not maybe cheap, but like they're struggling with money. And so they three animate the anime and it looks, in my opinion, really badly. Because oh, it's like all computerized yeah, like, and, yeah, and, yeah. and super choppy. And so like, so like with the kind of stagger step or the lower frame rate in this movie, it kind of makes me think like, oh yeah. He like, hates style. Bad, an- bad anime. And it's gotcha. just like, not Spider-Man, but it makes me kind he of. He hates Hobie. Like, no, no, I actually like Hobie a lot. Hobie's animation style. Hobie, spotlight. Yes. Oh, oh my. Stole the show. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh, I could go all day about Hobie's animation style. It was gorgeous. I loved Hobie for the small amount of the movie that he was in. It's just like, he shows up, does what he needs to do, and it's like, I'm going to steal this, steal this, make my make my own watch, and peace out. He's obviously a super, super intelligent dude, but he just is like, he's himself, and it's he's awesome. Especially the baby scene, he's like, I respect you, bro. You're an anarchist, and I love that. Respect you. So do you yeah. ship Gwen and Hobie? Or no. Gwen and- no. No. I love Hobie, but I 100%. You kind of got that thought. Like, right when you guys entered in and Gwen talking about him, but then once he came in, it was like, no. They're- There's no way. They made the whole thing of like, oh, yeah, there's this her guy named Hobie. Was that his Yeah. House? She left his, her toothbrush. She stole his shoes. She left her sweater there. It's like, More this girl's been that. staying at his place for a while now. Yeah. And that's the thing that you can look up to someone and like respect them a lot without having romantic feelings for them which is like something that i feel like Dirty i kind of try to drive Stop. home a little bit filthy minds yeah come on now come on but yeah they, they definitely gave that idea or feel of hey miles is now jealous of this hobie guy and then hobie just shows up and it's like i like you miles i'm gonna help you out that was cool i like that i like hobie a ton i like him i also used to listen to a lot of that type of like punk rock music <laughs> when i was younger and so i mean younger i'm 21 so it's like how much younger can i be like, but i used to listen to that st- like style of music so i enjoyed it a lot okay i, I learned more about gavin all the time what just your, no, your taste gavin. in music and everything it's it's hasn't changed for a very <laughs> long time <laughs> so kind of back on animation so pretty much Hop into Japan and animators are like a penny a dozen. Animators over there are like work extra hard and just treated horribly. Mm. Unless you're like some big studio. Yeah. And so shout out to the animators of this film because like they got paid, which is like respect you, bro. And you could see how because Mm -hmm. they got paid, they're able to put in that extra effort and be supported at the same time when they do it. And so you get quality animation. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, well, they still, animators over in Japan still animate. They just get paid crap and they still make good work and everything. But like, shout out to all those animators. Keep the grind. If you have to, for sure. Do it yourself. But yeah. 
it's, it's yeah. like I don't want the movie to be delayed for a couple yeah. of years, but at the same time, I let want them, it to look amazing. Let work. Let so them. let yes, let them cook. <laughs> I I want it to be just as good. I don't want to be disappointed, and so it's like let them do what they have to do to make it work. Like that's all. Yeah. I. What are your thoughts about this? So we know that this is a Sony product, and Sony's making it, which means Marvel can't use anything that Sony's used in this. So that means they can't really use Miles Morales or Gwen or the Spider Verse type stuff. So what are your thoughts on Marvel potentially taking on Spider-Verse or Miles Morales? Would you want them to take it or keep it in Sony? The thing is, this is my personal opinion, so you can absolutely flame me if you want. Sony has done an amazing job so far. Like, I am not disappointed in the slightest. And I kind of don't want anything to change. Because Marvel has their own... They do their own thing and they have their own style and a lot of their movies are great. But recently, yeah, I haven't been impressed with a lot of. There's Marvel a lot movies. of super mirror, mirror. Super mirror. <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So if a studio is doing good, Sorry. let them keep doing good. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I was gonna say like, there's a lot of superhero movies right now that I just am not interested in watching because they're just like a basic superhero film. But also like, it just like isn't interesting at all and they kind of do a bad rap for all the those characters and stuff like that just trying to either incorporate it somehow or make money off of it i don't know the exact reason but like there's a lot of superhero movies i've not seen just because they don't look like a good yeah that's a symbol for sure i feel like there will be a a live action miles morales movie there has to be Mm -hmm. i mean there's so much it's like the popular thing any studio, I don't know who's gonna make it, but Sony, cool. please. If it's, if it's popular on the internet, yeah, people are gonna be interested. And they're gonna pay money to watch it. So, for sure, I think it will happen at some point. But I don't know. That's the thing. No, I kind of want Sony to do it. Like Marvel makes good movies, but so does Sony. They've made some really good Spider-Man movies. Windows. Morbius. Windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Venom Two. You guys probably know. Isn't there like? Doesn't okay, so don't like have to give Spider-Man rights to Marvel at some point, like all of them. As long as Sony continues to make um, a Spider-Man project within five years, they keep the rights of Spider-Man. So that's why you, we've been getting Morbius and Venom and Spider-Verse and the new Craven oh, movie so coming out. Don't have to give it. Craven movie looks sick. It does look pretty cool. Go watch that trailer. Who's that actor? Aaron Taylor Johnson, who he's also played dope. Quicksilver in Marvel. Yeah, and he's in. Have you guys seen Bullet Train? No. No. Have you seen Bullet Train? He's in Bullet Train. Is really good. I'm gonna go watch Bullet Train now. But yeah, the trailer looks really good for Craven. But yeah, as long as Sony makes some Spider-Man film, they get to keep the rights of him. Mm-hmm. And then they just have this deal with Marvel where they pretty much talk at a table and it's like, all right, you can use this character and you can use this character for this long, um, and then we still get to use the rights for everybody else. Those talks must have been real long for this past movie. <laughs> yeah. Gosh dang, there was a lot of characters. There was a ton of them that I recognized too. And I was like, dang, that's what? Huh? Wow. I, yeah, I was the Spider-Man <laughs> in the theaters. I swear, I was like, wow. First time viewing, my brain could not focus when we hit Spider Society. Because I was just like, I recognize you. I recognize you. So there's you. Let me keep looking. And then the, the story just kind of went over my head. When it was like the, the twist part where he's going to um, Universe 42. 
went right over my head because I was looking at so many different things. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, Miles isn't in his normal universe. What? Twist. But if you're paying attention, you'll you'll catch it. It threw me for a loop at first, for sure. Did they explain how they send him back to their dimension with the... It's By the, the way, that, that spider thing was freaking terrifying. The spider <laughs> the thing. Was super weird. Uh, that I, thing... I could just I imagine like, oh that sucker. Like, yeah. Sp- Miles was, like, going under. I have nightmares of that. Stop. I would have nightmares. But if it was, like, based on blood, I guess it was... It, Miles' blood was altered by the spider. Yeah. They said the spider like, DNA, DNA, or DNA or something. Or something. It's based on the spider's DNA? I can't remember the exact that's wording. Because, like, that's how it happened. So it has to be based on, like, the spider's DNA or the spider DNA completely like corrupted Miles's blood. Yo. But then like why didn't his blood or his, the venom glitch. like glitch out at all at the same time? Like that I don't know. That doesn't make that's a little rabbit hole. Like at the beginning he didn't glitch or something? Yeah, like this whole time he hasn't been glitching at all, even though he got bit by that glitching spider. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> what if yeah. like both of those universes you know how, like, in some of those, um, in some Marvel comics and movies and stuff, like, the universes have kind of collided a little bit? You think that or could like, happen? there's, like, like, there's universes that are, like, supposed to be, like, mirrors of each other, kind of. So you can, like, coexist. What if that's, like, supposed to be kind of the same thing, and so you could live in both? Because we haven't seen Miles glitch so far. In yeah, this yeah, he did glitch. He did glitch? Oh, never mind then. Never mind that throws that open window. Dang it! Theory gone. Yeah, theory gone. Theory gone. All right, what about this theory? You guys seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Oh, yeah. I hate you for this. That's Uh, your theory you've been holding me for? I I also saw it somewhere, so it's not even my theory. (laughs) But the cop and his son is like Miles and his dad. (laughs) It's the same animation studio. And in the first Spider-Verse, when they're it's destroying camp. the collider, you it's see camp. the um, Fluffmagerber go into the <laughs> thing. The machine. It's it like the, the Fluffmagerber. The... What, what is it actually called? But I know it's like you, you blur the words at the end of it, but that machine... The... Something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That machine, you see it get sucked into the machine when they destroy it. Really? So they, they snuck it in. There's like a quick clip of it that gets sucked into the the collider. They snuck it in there no because same studio. Way. But he's I don't I don't think he's the same. But well, what same if? energy. <laughs> what if? I, that one that one feels plausible. <laughs> but that's saying. the thing. Hasn't Miles lived in New York his entire life? Yeah. But <laughs> who says that island isn't part of? <laughs> You're a struggling family. <laughs> we're not struggling. What do you mean we're struggling? We're not struggling. So you're a struggling family. It's like, oh, okay. We're struggling, I guess. I guess they're struggling. All right. Enough with our theories. Time to go into the music of the movie. The soundtrack and the sound score. Sound score? Explain that. So the sound score is like the, the music behind it. It's so like um, 2099's theme versus like the music from Metro Boomin. completely over your head all i can say it was good like just an amazing movie but the music and the score made it so much better so good wait isn't the prowlers theme the same theme as 
as Miguel's? It's slightly different. It's slightly it's different, different, but they it's they're definitely similar. S- they're similar. They're There's quite like similar. It's or at least in the like, feel. It's like the same. <laughs> I can't do it. It, it's a, I, I heard that it was a synthesized uh, elephant. It's not this no. though. No. no. That tripped me out in the movie though. I remember I, I whispered over to Lucas, who again is sadly not here. I was like, something's off in this scene. The music is being played in reverse. What's going on? My brain was just immediately like, something's off. That. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's a canon event, Miles. Please. That's a hard line if you just killed him right after that. Okay. Yeah, so that's like the the sound score is that, and then the other one he played was the soundtrack. Um, this is the Prowler's theme. The so they're pretty different. And they're they're pretty different. It still has like that elephant vibe in it. They kind of make it feel like. The elephant vibe. I need to go see it again. I guess we do. That's what I should do today. <laughs> Later tonight, I'm gonna go see it. See it for the the third, fourth, fifth time. You know, it actually will be my second time. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it twice. I need to see it the third, fourth, or fifth. I'm gonna buy it. You're gonna see another one next time. Now that I'm talking about it. <laughs> It's just getting to you. It's like, it's like it's like you're thirsty for water. Yeah. Water. It's just getting worse the more you look at it and think about it. It's just getting. <laughs> I don't need it. Logan. I definitely don't. Let's go to the soundtrack. I Your thoughts of the soundtrack. Uh, of like the songs from it. Do you think this soundtrack is better than the first one? Yes. Did you even listen to the first soundtrack? Like, what's up, Danger? No. <laughs> but I, I definitely enjoyed so, this movie a whole lot more, and I definitely enjoyed the sounds a whole lot more. And so, without thinking about it, I would probably I say yes. I mean, just like Gavin was saying, how the two movies are totally different. I mean, I think the soundtracks are pretty different. I mean, you have, like, Sunflower in the first one. And we have Mona Lisa for this one. I feel like that's the equivalent of Sunflower for this. Wait, which is Mona Lisa? It's the one when um, him and Gwen are swinging, like for the first time when they catch back up. The Song of the Summer, you know? Song of the Summer. Guys, I found the Song of the Summer. Yeah. This one's not even. It's not. It's gonna be in the deluxe one, is what I've heard. Okay. From my sources. Because it's Dominic Bike. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because that was the most upbeat one. I mean, the rest of it's pretty, it's kind of like darker, but I liked it a lot. Intense. Pretty yeah. intense. 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 Yeah, intense is the right word for sure. <laughs> like that, it's, a, it's a movie and a half. It really is a movie and a half. Because you have the entire movie, I'm sorry, getting off track from the music, but you have the entire movie of Across the Spider-Verse, and then you get like a snippet of Beyond the Spider-Verse with the last part. Because the movie completes itself once miles leaves and does a go home machine that's like the start of part two my thoughts so not just the animation style but like the flow of the movie i loved how it felt like a comic book i don't know if that makes any sort of sense we just like the flow of it how it was separated out how it was like how all the, it felt like volumes in a comic book 
And then not only that, the end, the to be continues and just where they left it off. It was a cliffhanger. Who leaves a movie, no matter what kind of movie it is, on a cliffhanger? Yeah, it was a great cliffhanger. It was like right before anything, like right before the breaking point kind of thing. Mm -hmm, For sure. No, I 100% agree with that. But like, who leaves a movie like that on a big old cliffhanger? Marvel. Well, (laughs) but like, Sony Sony did it. All I'm saying is it felt like a comic book the entire time. I freaking loved it. It felt so good. good with that cliffhanger, but I hated it. Yeah. Logan was there. I like verbally yelled yeah. in the movie. I was like, what? No. Keep it playing. Keep it rolling. Yeah, I watched the whole movie with his mask on, by the way. The entire- False. I did not. I, I went like- in costume. <laughs> it was terrible. It was great. What it was really good, but the co- yeah, the tight pants. It was the tight pants. It was the tight pants. Yeah, especially those seats where you're just on. like, the seats weren't even bad, but it was just like it was really tight, and I was just sitting there, like, like I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. And you start slipping again. <laughs> you gotta free up. You can't relax because you gotta keep your legs in a ninety so you don't slip. You're just... The best at Eli and Lucas took a picture, and then there was a line of like thirty people. We were the New York Spider Man. Photographer just taking all the pictures. It was taking. See, we were Spider Man, but he was Peter Parker. Yeah, it was my Spider Man. It was also kind of nice. You remember, like in the first Spider Man movie, where they were doing like short, like little introductions of each of the new Spider Man. Like, this is the new Spider. This is Spider Man from India universe, and then it did all that. Did a little recap of them, and mm-hmm. I still enjoy those whenever they do it because they're all unique and they're super cool. And it's like just a little bit different for their story, but it's also like. Super fun. Yeah, I like that. Anyways, back to the music part because we got sidetracked very easily. Oh, extremely. What else do you have to say about music? Just your thoughts. Like, what what was your favorite song? Why is it Silken Cologne? What's it called? Silken Cologne. Cologne. That's the one that they're playing during the party. Yeah. Silken Cologne is nice. I don't know any names. Oh, and I can't distinguish them right now. Oh, was there a scene where the song was? I can't think. Of it. I always, I always get the the feeling of the scene, especially from the music, especially and like the sound effects. And so, like, good scenes are produced by good sound, pretty much. Once it's all like comes together, you got the character development, the character, you got like the visual, and then you have the sound, and it all comes together in like a really good like mix that's what creates like a really good scene and so there's like some points you like i just kind of find like a good i like a balance of it in a sense more like you get your lows and then you get your highs and then you get your intense but that whole time you get to feel get the feelings of the movie and kind of things like that and better and enjoy the scene a lot more for sure mine I already said earlier that it was my favorite scene, but the music during the chase scene was amazing. It had me on the like yeah. chasing was already I'll good, but it had me like on the edge of my seat, and I was like moving like like I don't ever do that during movies, but I, that scene just got me up. This man legit swerved his head during the chasing. He's like, oh crap! I my little spidey senses were activated. I was like, oh freak! My head started twitching, trying to dodge, and I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It was the music, man. I swear. It was so good. I want to see it in 40X. Okay. I've been telling you this forever, but I want to see it in those 4D seats where the seats move with you and they have like the sensors going off in there. I want to feel like I'm in the movie. 
That's crazy. That like I would not allow children on those things. I wouldn't allow children in the theater. I childist. Yes, I am. They're gonna ruin the experience. Yeah, that chase music though got me going because my girlfriend had fallen asleep by that point. Because I was moving. She, okay, is she, she can your girlfriend. What? Is she still your girlfriend? Yeah, she is. Okay. But she doesn't stay awake during movies. Uh-huh. It could be her favorite movie, Couldn't and be. I'll catch her ten minutes in. And she's like, <sighs> I'm just like, goodness gracious, woman. Crimson, you're getting flamed here. Yes, you are. <laughs> Fire. Sorry. Literally, you showed us that video. What? Was Fire. It- Fire. The, 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 the wizard video? The wizard oh. video? Yeah. Fire. Fire. There you go. Fire. Now you're catching up. Yeah, I wanted to find Rose. Gosh dang it, Gavin. You're so slow on that one. I, sorry, I I got my mind. I'm not here right His now. Mind's I'm trying to focus gone. on one thing right now, and he's really tired. It, it's not there. Not so tired, he's exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> extremely. <laughs> Like three I'm, levels of it, maybe. I'm four. Gonzo Beans today, boys. So, <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, my turn. <laughs> I'm not yet, guys. Gosh, We've talked about the movie, the music, a ton of the stuff. We've had a ton of theories already. So then, thoughts on the sequels, or not sequels, but the sequel of it being delayed and stuff. Are we excited for it? I'm excited for yeah, it. Absolutely. Of course, especially I'm if they keep it. somehow producing something at oh. this level. Is that a ladybug? I think so. No, it was a. It was a. St- I think a stink bug. Is it's gonna bite Wesley. He'll become the, <gasps> the ladybug. The lady- Miraculous ladybug. Ladybug man. Ladybug man. The worst Have you seen the movie? Uh, what's, what's that one? Buzz. Buzz Life. A Buzz Life. Yeah, it'll be that that <laughs> ladybug. Is that ladybug? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. Put him in the A side by side of Wesley and that guy. I'll do it. Like? There we go. Dang, Wesley. How's that feel? Go. Dude, I could pull it off. If I was like short. <laughs> so I was like five foot, dude. I could pull it off so hard, bro. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see okay, it. Okay, next movie. Yeah, for the next movie. Any theory? Okay, so the first one's called Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse. Beyond the Spider-Verse. Oh, there is a name. It already has a name. (laughs) (laughs) They announced it when they announced the second one. Uh, (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) So it's Beyond the Spider-Verse. I was going to say, they may have an idea of what the third one's going to be called. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know. We We have an idea, pretty sure. Past the Spider-Verse. Well, there was a there is a theory, or not even a theory. There was something when I was looking up facts for this that um, the the Spider Verse got delayed, and everyone's like, "Oh, why did it get delayed? It was for animation." But there were rumors or talks that the directors were talking with Tom Holland, Zendaya, Jacob, um, I forgot his name, but Ned from the live action. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're interested. We'd love to be in it. And they were trying to shoot their scenes of doing like a live action sequence with Tom Holland Spider-Man, which got later debunked as being false. But also maybe that could be a thing of we might get live action Tom Holland and Miles meeting up in this next one since it is called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Also, Tom Holland did have that whole Spider-Verse thing in No Way Home. Where like he saw Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. who, if we're real here, 
they wouldn't have agreed with Miguel's canon theory of it happens, they have to die. They all would have been like, no, we can save them. Mm-hmm. They're not in Spider Society. They could, that could be like a part of it where like they somehow get slipped into their universe. And No, actually, I feel like that probably won't happen. I could see Andrew and Toby, but not Tom Holland. I, I feel like more likely that the Prowler would like help out the other Miles Morales in the other universe more than like something like those guys will come into this movie. I hope they keep it mainly animation. Because even though it was cool to see live action Prowler... It still is weird doing like the Looney Tunes, like Space Jam kind of yeah. deal. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But, I'm like, glad they put like it in more Jam. as a funny thing than yeah. like, as like a movie thing. Like I appreciated like, the nod. Thing. I appreciated like the little like a little thing, but I couldn't have a whole movie where that's there. It would it would feel weird, and it would just it would it's feel weird. Yeah. It'd feel like the new Space Jam. It just happened. Uh, we don't talk about that. I don't want another one of those. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Anyway, anyway, we're distracted. So that was yeah. a good example of of <laughs> trying to meet expectations and just not playing not them properly. So like having them have extra time to make it, I'm okay with it. Happy mm-hmm. about it. Not, I'm okay. I'm content. It also builds the hype more behind it. And yeah. So there's even more <laughs> hype that they have to. Fulfill. Also, it gives me plenty of time to get into shape to put it on a, a Miles costume again. Skin type version. No, I'm going to do Prowler or La- either Hope. Leather, it's either I'm going to go as type. Hobie to the premiere or as uh, Miles Prowler. Dude, I could see you going as Hobie. It would be pretty dope. I have to get the hair, though. Well, you got, you got three years to grow it out, dog. Like, <laughs> do it. The Hobie hair. Get dreads. Uh, if I'm it's doing like Prowler Miles, Miles, I have to get the dreads. The new live action. And then if I'm doing Hobie, I have to make the suit and then get the... The weekend looking hair. Mm. But I think we're at the end here. Hidden with that missionary. Anyways. But yeah, we're at the end here. So we're going to get our final thoughts. So we're going to do our individual ranking of the movie. Um, and then maybe a ranking amongst other spider films. Oh. So Wesley, what's your ranking of this movie on I'm a scale of 1 first. to 10? Uh, I'll give it a 10. Or I'll give it a 9 because there's always room for improvements just so people kill me growth mindset <laughs> growth mindset, <laughs> growth mindset. There we go. perfect <laughs> but I, I loved it I also <clears throat> among the spider <clears throat> movies <clears throat> water. he's getting emotional no I I genuinely enjoy just like the Toby McGuire one the most right next to this one hot take hot so, takes um, Tobey Maguire is probably like a seven still, six or seven because it has it's an old film. Could, it's a classic. It was it's one of the original movie. superhero movies, and so it was like a lot some of dirt in your eye. But this one, I definitely would put this one above that one just because of the quality and story and actors and everything. Well, not the actors, but like the whole feeling from the movie is just a lot higher quality, mm-hmm. better storyline and everything. Alright. If they redid Toby McGuire? No. He's old. <laughs> Holy freak, bro. His back's messed up. He's old. <laughs> Fix his back, Sony. And make one. <laughs> Take it away from Toby's Disney. Back. <laughs> Hashtag fix Toby's back. <laughs> Hashtag fix Toby's back. The whole the whole Spider-Man you like he's he it, is Peter B. Parker. He mm. was the original. He's carrying the spider industry industry on his back. He is he's the OG canon event. He is. Exactly. So that's my take. For me, 
I also am in that same area of 10 out of 10, but there's always room for growth. So 9.5 out of 10. There's just that 0.5%, you know. Sure. And it on that massive cliffhanger and I didn't like it. Yeah. I love the cliffhanger. But yeah, I, I loved it. I definitely am going to purchase it and put it on a shrine and what? No, I won't do that. You know. Maybe. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. It's higher ranking. I think I with a ranking, it'd go like Miles Spider-Man, Hot Take, Garfield Spider-Man, Maguire, Holland. Really? Just because Holland was the last one to come to my mind, so that's why he's at the bottom there. But he's he's a different kind of Spider-Man, but I love Miles' story. Garfield gets a lot of hate, even though his Spider-Man was really good. Toby's a classic. Tom's I, different. Kind of on Holland's a little bit. I think like he's a great actor, but if Disney didn't make his movie, it probably could have been the best. It's just a Avenger Spider-Man versus yeah, Spider-Man it's, Spider-Man. It's Avengers, that's what I, I totally yeah. agree with that statement. It's so sad. I'm sorry, Mr. Holland. You're doing a good job. You are. And you have an amazing MJ. Actually, <laughs> I, don't like I don't like her, but. but. Oh! Whoa! That's a hot take! Now that is. Please go off in the comments. Blame this man. You may try. No, let's keep the but comments I'm very in a nice sensitive. place, please. Blame him. <laughs> Look, what about you? Your ranking? I'd probably do a 10 out of 10. I, I mean, I, I love the movie. I don't think there's anything that would, like, change and then, like, happening in the movie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, as far as, like, ranking the other Spider-Man movies, I don't know. It's just hard for me to rank, like, animation versus live action just for me. Okay. I think it's just how I am, but... Did you enjoy the live actions more than you did this animation? No. I mean, I definitely... That was a quick and hard no. I just like... I like the animation. And I like the... Reply and everything, so I probably this is probably probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. But I mean, there's some live-action stuff. I mean, like in, in Civil War when Spider-Man lands when he first shows up, that was pretty dope. Shield, like that was like cool. That was pretty hard stuff. But I agree with you guys. It's just kind of like different team Spider-Man versus individual Spider-Man yeah. in New York City fighting like his specific villains. Like the live-action ones, especially with Tom Holland, it's kind of like oh, who's he fighting? He, he just i'm sorry he just fights other people's villains yep. he fought toby and andrew's spider-man or villains he fought some mysterio dude that was a effective iron man vulture was also an effective iron man like none of them are really his villains yeah yeah just doing everyone else's yeah he was really good and i enjoyed his movies you know that quote or what i'm referencing it's still good movies, just not my favorite You also don't get to like feel Spider-Man in New York, whereas the other ones, like you get to feel that sense of New York loves Spider-Man now help him. Where this one's like who's New York? New York with Tom Holland is like it feels like a kid version of New York. And mm-hmm. like it's like that it's like that Disney yeah. New York. They disnified it. They did. So it's like it, it's like clean New York. You look at the film, it's like the streets look clean. That is not New York. That is like that is New York. That does not mit, that does not feel like New York. It takes away from the scene. Thanks, Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. That's why I get sued. <coughs> we all get sued. Zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miles Morales is easy. Like 
He's my favorite Spider-Man, like, 100%. You want full country right there. I, for a second, I did. <laughs> your partner. He's Gunslinger Spider-Man. This is from Alabama, so it comes out every now and then. But, like, he's easily my favorite Spider-Man. I think Tobey Maguire, he's definitely my next. And then it's Andrew and Tom Holland. Just because Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man were, like, those were the classics. Like I grew up watching all of those, and like I, I was so excited. <laughs> I used to like I play Spider Man with my friends on the playground because I used to watch the Tobey Maguire movies, and so it's just like I don't know. For me, those will always like hold a very special place in my heart. But like my heart. Miles Morales' movies, they're the end, especially because I freaking love animation and I love looking at styles and I love picking it apart. Like oh, it's. Like everyone has said, it would be a 10 out of 10, but there's always room for improvement. At least I hope they can. I guess improve. probably the sound in the beginning or something like that. Unless Maybe. that's like supposed that to part it. to be. Yeah. It was still a little bit hard. Yeah. But like if that was part, it's supposed to be like that. It's just. It's interesting. Creativity it's interesting going style. over our head because but we're like, not professional. Yeah. Like Eli said, it's a 9.5 out of 10, I swear. Like 9.8, 9.9. Like, it's so. It's, it's like, I'm trying to get a room to grow, but I can't. Yeah, it's it was so good. It. Like, I have some movies that are, like, my favorite just because of principle and, like, mm. just because of nostalgia and stuff. But that that is up there. <laughs> like, it's probably, like, top five. Easily top five top movies. Five. So, super Amen. Good. Amen to that. Amen, brother. So, right. roughly as, like, a, a group ranking, mainly because we're all in the nines and tens, our... our I can't English. English. Like, yes, thank you. Our average as a group. With a 9, 9.5, a 10, and Gavin, are you 9.9? 9.9. 9.9? So it's probably like a 9.8. What's our average, average. Logan? Wait, what's yours? Uh, so we have a 9, 9.5, a 10, and a 9.9. 9. 9.7. 9. 9.7 is the average it's for this film? So a 9.7. So a group average is a 9.7 from us. As 9.6. 9.6. 9. Oh, see, that's why you're a math person. You're close. Dang it. So 9.6 as a group for this film. We loved it. We're probably going to see it again. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Go and watch it. Get out of here. You should have left 20, 45 minutes ago. Go and watch the movie. You'll enjoy it. You'll love it. And then go see it a second time. Then a third. I don't care. Just go watch it. Um, so yeah, we are grateful for you guys watching and listening. We also are grateful for Logan joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. He also, when we went to see the movie, I had him help me out with the costume. So he did those shoes. They were originally green, and I had them paint them. So Logan does customs. If you want to check your own stuff out, it's Logi Yogi Customs on Instagram. Um, do you, do you ship? Do you ship? I do ship. So if they ship an item to you, you'll ship it. You'll do it and ship it. Yeah, back. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, they'll send. Like pick the shoe and I can buy the shoe and then just include that in the price. But oh, but yeah, for sure. I mean, this is base colors, but I, I'll do like designs. I gotta do a nice. Break. My next one I'm gonna work on is a Prowler shoe. So they released one, but I didn't really like it because I thought it was different than how it was in the movie. So I'm gonna make a new one, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So Let's if you out. if you like how he did the shoe, and also put pictures of his other stuff that he's done, then reach out to Logan. He'll do shoes. You also do basketballs and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, anything. Yeah, he's a really good artist. So check him out if you want your stuff painted. Um, but thanks for watching. One more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that was like a Nike 
advertisement in the movie when he said, take off my red Nikes or something like that? Or did they just do that because that was like a college thing? It's just like a college thing. And I think, and I think it's just... they just got the okay with Nike. I mean, they have their own Spider-Verse shoes that they've sold. They didn't do it. They didn't do like, like a bad, like force and advertisement kind of thing. But yeah. Anyways, our camera's out. Yeah, our camera died. Let's end this. My bad. Yep. But thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I can't wave. <laughs>